There's some dragons, and it's a sequel, and it's better than it has any business being. Dungeons and Dragons, Wrath of the Dragon God. It's better than the first one. Go watch it, hurt your sore. It's a podcast. Then I'm with you guys, then I'm with you. Then you're with us? Yeah, I just need to know who Roy Marsden is. It it hurts me too much not to know. Inquiring minds want hey, to know. He's been in a new tricks. He's a proper actor. Has he been in Morse? I haven't got that far yet. He All was right. Mr. Stoker in an episode of Doctor Who, which was 2007. Was he like. Was that... Hey, that sounds vaguely familiar. Is that the vampire guy? The one with the straw? No, that no. was. No. No, there he isn't. He might have been the, he might have been the Crimson Horror. No, it's too late for the Crimson yeah. Horror. Oh. Yeah. Oh, he was in an episode of Sherlock Holmes. I will say, I think this is one of our better rolling starts. Welcome back to Heard Your Saw! Nice. <laughs> God damn you, you were taking me as I rambled about Roy Marsden's career. Welcome back once again to another episode where we watched a movie that none of us expected to be good, but turned out to be surprisingly good. rad! It wasn't good, it, it was rad. I, I am joined by... I'm joined by Rachel. Hello! And Maddie. Hi. And we just watched... Where's the box? Um, we hit it. it there it is. Oh, yeah. It is Dungeons and Dragons Wrath of the Dragon God. Now, we begin, as ever, with a round of one-line hot takes, which, in case you guys have forgotten, since it's been a little while since you've been on the show, you have to sum up your initial feelings on the film in one sentence, phrase, or short collection of words. Rachel, your one-line hot take on Dungeons and Dragons Wrath of the Dragon God. Lux was the best character ever. It should have ended with her and Vim going off and having adventures together, and that's like actually the biggest problem with the ending is it did not. But apart from that, that was surprisingly emotionally investable in. Emotionally investable in, that's yes. good. And also, no lies detected. Thank Maddie, you. your one line hot take on Dungeons and Dragons Wrath of the Dragon God, baby. I thought it would be shit, and it actually had some quite good bits in it. Yeah! And women doing things! Women yeah. did do yeah. things! They had no women at all! Yeah, yeah. Very easily, but they had wombs, and wombs did stuff! Thank you, yeah. Nick. They yeah. totes did it. What's your one-line? Uh, my one-line hot take is, I can't believe this actually was a sequel to the Jeremy Irons Dungeons & Dragons movie that I thought we were going to be watching! <laughs> it's been a rollercoaster ride for Nick. It's been a whole, <laughs> a whole evening. So, we're going to um, recount... Now, here's the thing. We're not doing going to recount the plot. Not no. the whole plot. We're going to give, like, the premise, and then we're going to talk about the movie. Um, I just want to get something out straight ahead, like, straight shooter from the hip here, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think people should watch this movie. It's better than it has it any like business kind of being. Yeah, like you've got to get through the, the, the. I feel like the first ten minutes were There's a little a bit of exposition. Yeah, which we didn't and there was really some like there was stare. We must not forget the terribleness of Starry Guy in the background. Oh no, that's great, <laughs> Starry Guy. I mean, it was art, but at the same time, you know what? It, it was, was really clever because it was Starry Guy, and then when Starry Guy got killed, we were like, oh no, Starry Guy. <laughs> We've managed to invest in him despite the fact that he had no lines. Yeah. It's like the level of the discourse that we're at He tonight. poured a bath and then got killed and you were like, oh dang, that dude's dead. But I was gonna, I, I genuinely, because here's my thing. I think this is better than the Dungeons and Dragons movie with Jeremy Irons. This has, Despite the fact it had no Jeremy Irons. No, yeah, lack of Jeremy Irons, which was a shame, but it had more likeable characters. It had, I think, a more coherent plot. 
And well, I like, thought the plot was pretty, kept pretty coherent. Yeah, yeah. see, I understood what was going on. Yeah, <laughs> well, even though we were like, you know, we've been we've been drinking in our cups a little bit this evening. <laughs> I'm only a tiny bit tipsy. A little bit, just you know, I'm on like cider number three of the day, but it, it, wow. it was still enough that we were all following. W roughly also, what we was were going talking on. Talking through half the dialogue. Yeah. yeah. And we still were following yeah. roughly what was going exactly. on. Exactly. So, I would say, would uh, Rachel, would you recommend people watch this movie? Yeah. I mean, obviously, I mean, like, if you don't like fantasy, don't bother. Um, and you've got to have a certain tolerance for some of this. The acting is a little bit, you know, what's the word I'm looking for? Ropey. That's generous. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but some of the acting's really good. I mean, obviously, like, you know, like, like, the, the glorious barbarian, my favourite character, was also a bit like, but I wish they hadn't put even quite so much heavy eye makeup. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not surprised that they have, but, you know, the eye makeup man, what's that about? Maddie, would you recommend people watch this movie? You can say no. <laughs> like, I wouldn't recommend it as in you should prioritise it over other movies. <laughs> but, like, if you want a fun, kind of stupid fantasy film yeah. about a bunch of people trying to save a fantasy world from a dude with an evil orb. Yeah. This is your movie for it that. It is your movie and like it's 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 not very good. No. Well, but it's like it's not very bad. Yeah, it's it's better than it should be. As a sequel to a movie that is well known of being a bit shit. Yeah. This is this is good. So, premise we open on the town, well, town slash city. It, well, we have a monologue from Damodar being like, I was turned into a zombie by a dragon god, but now I've got a cool orb and I'm not a zombie anymore. I, I like that you listened and know what Yeah, oh, I, I still thought it was a different movie at that point. I'm like, wait, this isn't how Dungeons and Dragons opens. <laughs> and then we cut to Ishmir, a... Single building with some shacks that is also a city. Uh, can we also mention that it has decidedly unmedieval bricks and rooftops? Very solid red brick construction. Yes. Yes. <laughs> um, we we focus on Beric, um, who is the town lord tax collector. That was a little confusing. He, he works in the House of Lords. But he used to be the king's guard. Yeah. And he's looking out at his hot boyfriend, who I think was... The thing is, you might say, slash goggles, but then they have a duel and a there's sexy lots duel. of innuendo. There was a lot of swords, man. There's a, this a, goes nowhere. A literal that. line is like, hey, sexy boy, let's duel with our swords. He goes, that, that's not what a about... literal line. What? Okay, he's all like, he's like, hey, let's have a duel with swords. And the guy goes... Okay, but if we or don't... Or I could come to your chamber and we could duel with something else or something. And he's he all like, yeah, perhaps our quill. With quills, but it was like... It's like, yeah, the, are the quills your penises? Is that where this is going? <laughs> I feel like that's uh, yeah. what it is. And <laughs> this is not actually relevant to the movie at all. No, well, it's a little, because it sets up Beric being like... Gay. So the, well, that. <laughs> not, not gay. Pretty, Sorry, I mean, yeah. clearly bi. You know, yeah. He that loves his wife, yeah. loves his wife, has an ex, lot going on there. Yeah. Maybe a thing with Dorian? Who can say? Also a bit sad that he he's now works in the House of Lords. Yeah, uh, he, he can't do it as good as he used to. Because his, his little, his boy, who... His boy lets him win the duel! Yeah, and he's all like, I took your plume, but I could have taken your head. <laughs> so symbolic. There's a I wonderful a bit where it's strongly implied that Beric does a backflip but they obviously couldn't get a good enough shot of the stunt guy I doing it. I where there are a lot of things where you're like, they couldn't get a good enough shot of that. Yeah, there's a bit where a table right? explodes oh, no, off screen. Thing. There 
it kind of gets better as it goes on thinking about it because I've yeah. forgotten about that table and I was like that was not very good yeah. then, there was some garbage early on but it's totally worth getting like I said it, it's really worth like getting through the first like 10, 20 minutes because yeah. then it actually it's something like actually the plot's got quite interesting anyway, so, so Beric's, yeah. Beric's wife Melora mm. is trying to learn magic well, she's, try she's a mage and she's trying to learn a new form of magic to get onto the magic council and she's like I'm gonna do like a weird spell and they do the weird spell and they discover a big book and also she has a vision of Damodar the baddie who takes some of her hair and he she's all like wait no we've skipped ahead they I find a dragon in a cave that's asleep yeah because some dude who is a terrible actor is like my lord uh something in my village people are dying I think you need to be sort of doing a vaguely sort of cod central asian accent what's it's, it, what's i'm not sure central asian yeah like whereabouts india. is india oh my lord i am <laughs> here to I tell you too indian too indian <laughs> was that too south asian <laughs> no that that was a poo from the quickie mark there was a dragon in the cave mr simpson this is not gonna don't go. worry we've been more problematic okay the good good um, i don't know the level of problematic that's appropriate with this podcast has no standards. Okay. So yes. they find a dragon. They're like, "Oh shit! This is a sleeping dragon god who's going to kill everybody." That was also quite a cool effect, actually. The bit where he opened the eye. Yeah. I was like, like, "Oh, the pupil moved in a really good way." Some yeah. of the effects. Some it the really effects varies between others of the effect. Plastic rocks. Yeah. Or you know that that Photoshop effect where you can make it oh. look like blobby glass. <laughs> They loved that effect. They did love it for all of the magic. So they find out that this dragon god's going to revive and his wife's turning into a zombie and they need to get the orb from Damodar to stop it from happening. So he assembles a team. And they specifically are like, we can only have five people because it's small enough that it means that he won't see it coming. But like cool enough that if we do like the super powerful people. I like, like that you listen to this. Again, I completely missed this line of dialogue. See, I, I, see, I liked that actually because it, even though like, it was kind of dumb. But I like it when they explain why they've picked like a really specific small amount. Because quite often you're like, why don't you just send an entire army? Like a crack team. Yeah. You clearly have an entire army because you have a great number of extras. There are yeah. so many extras in this movie. I mean, it's... to be fair, um, Beric's boyfriend is like, oh my god, I think they should just send an entire army. They will be the ones to huh. save Ishmael. Huh. <laughs> my washed up ex isn't up to it. I chopped a plume off his helmet last week. <laughs> so they assemble the team and it is... Lux the Barbarian, who is a tall, radical barbarian lady who is introduced to us by just fucking beating the shit out of a load of people in a bar. Yeah. And we're like, you're great. Get on board. Um, Dorian. Dorian. Fucking Dorian. Dorian the Cleric, who has a big hammer, constantly changing facial hair. Oh my god, his facial hair. He comes up with this weird Hitler moustache. And I was like, okay, he Hitler moustache. He also looks like... He's the kind of guy who writes letters to the newspaper. <laughs> he does a bit. Um, <laughs> dear sir. Disgusted of Tunbridge Wells. Hey, he was in an episode of Endeavour. Wow. Dude, who was he? He was somebody called Barker in 2018. The, the, the app, the, the, the internet movie database thing on my phone is always crap. I can never work out who these people are. Okay, <laughs> I promise you when I can... Admit, these people actually had careers that were not this movie. Yeah. Yes! You know, um, they've all actually been in relatively quite a bit. Um, as well as Dorian, there is Ormeline. 
who is a uh, elven sorceress. Yeah, elven maid. Yeah, yeah, who can hide islands with her magic. And blow I liked her. Like, she I, was cool. The only thing that made me a bit bit sad about her was like, you know, I I thought there could be a little more of her. They were a bit like, nah, nah, nah. but she had some great moments. She didn't have enough to do in the first area of the movie. She like had to kind of pick it all up in the back end, I think. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, and as well as her, they have Nim. The Rose. The be who I think we all agreed Nim was best boy. Uh, yeah. 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 Nim was pretty much best boy. Nim was great. We well, liked Nim. I thought he was called Nick. So. <laughs> <laughs> you just thought, oh, he's just like my cool younger brother. You're my cool, roguish younger brother. Yes, I'll yeah. steal things and was... attract tall women. <laughs> <laughs> it was really, I mean, I do think actually that's something I would say that I think one thing I would say that the film may have had a problem with is that it did such a good job of like, kind of setting up interesting bits here and there that yeah. I think there wasn't always payoff. No. Like, I mean, in some ways it's kind of nice when you don't always have to have a direct payoff, but in other ways I was a bit like, but but Lux and Vim are having this little thing, and no, I actually, I, th you know, I think they could have done more with yeah. all of it, really. Like yeah. she was, she, and you know, like you know, it's they really... have this whole bit with Lux's brother having been a berserker who went crazy. But at the end, yeah. she doesn't kill. What's his name? Damodar! I'm glad we've, we've got the cast list paused on the screen here so we can remember everybody's names. Yeah. It is helpful, it is yeah. helpful. Um, <laughs> why are all the mages played by like Latin? Are they all paid? Sorry, distraction. Um, no, yeah, the, the, this is great radio because the audience can't see the no, cast list. Do you reckon some people did this under fake names, are you I saying? I mean, you think that Liberius Lacovicius might not be... I'm just wondering if they filmed this somewhere in Eastern Europe. They did say there was... A lot of the extras yeah. from... They did say specifically on the credits that there was a UK caster and like a, and I didn't see who the other caster was, but oh. I think therefore, which is why I do want to find out, like, in my heart, and to be honest, I don't want to be actually proved wrong or right, I'm positive that some of the castle scenes were filmed in Carefully Castle. I'm just like, well, I, I, just, I just need it to be true. So we, we've got our team of five and yeah. they have to go on a quest to will, stop will, Damodar. Will they save Ishmael? Will, no. will they well, stop the maybe. wife turning into a zombie? She's turning into a zombie. That's the premise of the film. Yes. Yeah. So, Rachel. Yes. What? You, it's been a while since you were last in the cast. Not since the Power Rangers episode. Um, what, Which was a better film than this. I'm, I'll agree, I think Power Rangers was better than this. What did you make of uh, Dungeons and Dragons Wrath of the Dragon God? Generally, any thought? Any particular bits you want to talk about? I mean, like I said, I, I kind of I kind of did really enjoy it. I got invested. Um, which, you know, I, I think that they, like I said, I think its biggest problem in a way was actually that there was they kind of introduced so much that they couldn't do a satisfying payoff for all of it, but the, the threat was actually really well done. Mm. Like, I think it helped that it was a 12 rating and they mm. could therefore have a bit of blood and violence yeah. and death. Yeah, yeah, I was gonna say, do we care about spoilers? I like, okay, we, 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 we've, we've said so much. We, we, we've yeah, talked we... about the premise and we've said you should probably watch the movie, maybe. <laughs> if you don't want spoilers, jump out now. I mean, we have mm. already spoiled Like, this. comment, and subscribe, you know, yeah. but also keep listening because yeah. it's a good show. Because I, I kind of want to talk about like the, like, a fairly big spoiler. Because yeah, talk I, about I, the big stuff. Yeah, because I genuinely didn't see it coming, which is always quite nice. Because I was, I was genuinely quite impressed. And maybe I, maybe I should have seen it coming. Because I had been just bitching about how he didn't have a character and I didn't like him because of his stupid face. This is um, our boy Dorian. This is our boy Dorian. And then they, she literally said, "He is fug. What's the point of calling someone Dorian if they're fug?" Thank you for betraying <laughs> me like that. Yeah, that's, that's what I wanted everyone to know. Um, Dorian should be beautiful, okay? You know, it's just the rule. Alexander Vlahos. Beautiful man. Um, 
You're saying that Stephen Elder doesn't do it for you with his weird top-shaved head and green tattoos? He's, he's, he's like everything's better looking in like other things, I think. But but, but I um, think your point. Yeah, your my point, point was that, that he he actually sometimes a, su- a surprising yeah like like I was sort of like oh yeah you were and then I was like. That was actually surprisingly yeah. obviously I wasn't bad. You literally were cheering, Oh, I hope that dragon eats Dorian. And then, and then you were like, oh. like, I feel a bit but, yeah, I, I feel like I used my powers for evil. I think I feel like um you know, you kind of assume that no one's gonna die because unless someone dies tragically in the last act yeah. Yeah. To like sacrifice oh, wow. themselves. Oh wow! Actually, maybe anyone can die. Yeah. And I'm like, I hate that I was taken in by such a cheap trick. But yeah. except for the way that it seemed like they maybe all came back to life at the end, but maybe that was heaven. Maybe. Yeah. Well, I mean, I still don't think that guy. Because he was definitely guy... eaten by a dragon. I still think that guy wasn't Dorian. But then, how did Orbelin get her arm back? That is a weird. Well, they really. We did see earlier that like it's possible to regenerate limbs. If you're Cause... a lich. Well, no, because Damon. No, he wasn't the, the lich. It was. The the Damn lich the, the lich did it for him, but he was all like, Oh, let's go to the best healers in the land. Mm. So maybe they did just regrow her limb. I'm like, maybe they just grew it back. Yeah. And I think maybe the cleric they saw was actually like Dorian's bro being like, It's okay, I'm not sad that Dorian's dead because yeah. none of us liked him. <laughs> it would have been better to have a guy with different hair. Yeah. yeah. Maybe that long haired French guy could have done that scene, but he was yeah. not available. But, but I mean, I, you know, I mean, the real problem with that ending was still the fact that it was not Lux and Finn riding off together. Like, I will steal things and you will punch people who get mad when I steal You can stuff. lift me up to high places that I can't reach. Oh, that was a great scene. <laughs> also, he didn't get take a chance to, like, perv on her. No. Yeah, actually, there wasn't. For, for, the, for the short, like, dishonest... <laughs> cynical guy there was a, a strong lack of perving yeah it was actually quite nice i mean again i genuinely quite like that they they found a lot of like it's obviously it's it's not perfect but they found quite a lot of space for women to do things yeah, yeah. I, I was surprised yeah. when was this made it, 2000 something um because i think I, um, i'm looking at the box yeah. 2006 oh. yeah. You know, but I, 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 you know, it says something about films today that I'm um, still it, like, oh, it's yeah, that's been nice. called Izmir this entire time. Is not Ishmir. Either that or they typed it wrong in the box. It's po- either is possible. <laughs> God, no, really but the funny. one of the, I mean, like, but it's talk- like copyright Izmir Productions. Oh, okay, but I one of the, no speaking of the yeah. women doing things, I really like the bit when they find the hidden magical statue in the woods. Yeah. And the lads are like. Fuck, there's a million bandits. Because mm. a million bandits show up. So we have a lot of extras. Like a comically yeah. huge amount of extras with weapons. And Lux and Ormeline are just like, Alright, we'll take care of this. Boys, you figure out this statue puzzle. There was another bit as well when there was... Um, I'm trying to remember. It was when, um, when they're about to set off and um, Lux and Nim are talking. And... Um, Oh, and he pulls a knife on her, and she yeah, pulls yeah, a knife on him. Yeah, yeah, but what are they saying before that? Uh, um, oh, that your brother went crazy and murdered everybody. No, not... no that was early. That was later. Um, it was the bit about she's saying, you, know, you I think she was saying, you're gonna get on the horse. Do you need help to get on the horse, rogue? And he was all like, yeah, I'm very manly. And she was like, I could stab you, you know, if you're mean to me again. And she was like, I think first. it was just like you'd kind of expect to see mm. that scene with the genders reversed. Yeah, mm. and she had a very sort of like strong, and, and, powerful energy. And you know, the the man being like, "Do you need help to get on the horse, little lady?" And then she pulls a knife and shows how badass. But she's but like, then he pulls a knife and shows he was badass first. Yeah, yeah, like it was. It was. Yeah. Okay, it was yeah. great, but yeah, surprisingly I mean, good for gender. I mean, also, yeah. I should add, Lux is in quite a skimpy yeah. costume, but she's skimpy. not in a chain metal bikini. I would also argue that I don't think the movie 
partly because I don't think, well, this would show a level of intentionality with the cinematography that I don't think was really present. Yeah. But I don't think any of the female <laughs> characters are ever, like, objectified by no, the camera's Pauline gaze. Pauline actually has quite a significant cleavage, but the camera does not linger on it. I, as, yeah. as the straight man in the room, I didn't notice a significant cleavage. Yeah, yeah. It didn't linger on it or make but, a thing of it. Having said all this, let's be clear that there was an awful lot of unnecessary fade shots. Oh my god, the, the crossfades were aggressive. I feel we should talk about Do you remember that? that time when there were like four in like the space of five well, seconds? Well, because they're like, we need to go and investigate this evil, so we crossfade from the scene they're in to crossfade of them getting on horses, crossfade to them riding on horses, crossfade on them riding horses across plain with an overlay of cloud effect that I thought was another crossfade that had not worked properly. <laughs> and I was like, is that another scene playing over the top? And then they crossfaded again. And yeah, into cave where they find sleeping dragon. Yeah. But they, but this was the thing, like the, some of the editing was, well, I'd say that the editing wasn't great, but some of the effects yeah. were pretty good. Yeah. And some of the sets, yeah. Like the the shaman's cave, sorry, the shaman's hut with the spike trap. Yeah. They literally built a giant spike trap in a set that their actors could walk around in. Yeah. Like yeah. I was like, that's really good. It was kind of like, yeah. Then on the other hand, the dragon's cave, the rocks were clearly plastic. Yes, yeah. very plastic. I guess in some ways you could say they spent their budget wisely. Yeah. yeah, like there's some really, it's really interesting like that because there were some bits where you're just like, oh, this is this is the garbage I expected. And then some bits you're like, that's really good. Or, oh, I'm really invested right now. Yeah, like that? the bit where Damodar grew his arm back. We were all really impressed by the effect yeah. there. And I have to say, the actual dragon, like it, it's yeah. not the, the best dragon ever, but it, it was not, It's really... not like the Langoliers. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, oh, very good. Yeah. The Langoliers reference in the good year of 2019. Shh. Jesus. Um, wow, fuck you. No, 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 I'm not like having a go at you. I'm just being like, I haven't thought about the Langoliers for like That's 15 years. Yeah. We like to bring these things back. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, no one's probably thought about the Langoliers in like 15 years, to be fair. fair. <laughs> but yeah, I, I just was generally quite surprised and shocked that this movie was good and fun. Can I talk about what I think was probably the best scene in the movie? What would you do if we said no? I'd do it anyway because it's my podcast. Oh, um, so don't ask me questions if you don't want an answer. It was rhetorical. But the, the scene I think was the best is that uh, using a magical scrying pool that was designed by a demon specifically to be wrong so you could teleport anywhere but it might Send you to, like, yeah, send you to perhaps a wall. Um, our heroes teleport into the cave of the of uh, Damodar to, like, surprise him and get the orb, right? And they teleport in, and Ormeline's arm gets trapped, gets fused with the wall. And she's like, ah, oh, Jesus Christ! And then shit starts to go down. There's a bone cage. Already Nim has been, like, fucked up by the electric floor from a really good scene previously. And it's like... The chips are down, and they manage to just about get the orb away from Damodar and fucking book it, right? Mm. And they're like, Ormeline, you've got one teleportation spell yet. And she's like, I'm going to send you to Ishmir so you can save the world. And Beric, who's been all like, my service is to my kingdom. He's like, no. We'll teleport to this temple where the best healers are. It'll be okay, but I'm going to have to cut your arm off. Yeah, and yeah. I'm, like, I'm, I'm here for that. Actually. And all of the actors did a really good job of yeah. selling the seriousness of this. He's like, Lux, make a tourniquet. And you're like, oh, shit. It's yeah. like, forgive me. And I'm like, oh, my God. 
Boys! I also loved how they did the shot because obviously there was no way that they, they'd, already, they'd already spent their chopping off somebody's arm budget and obviously you, know, <laughs> you, earlier you, in the you scene. can only do one. Yeah. yeah. So they kind of like, so as the teleportation effect kicked in, like he was swinging the sword and I was like, that's actually quite good because that allows you to do a certain amount of like shocking gore without like, it's it's, it's just implied shocking gore. But it, yeah. it was, it was really, again, it was really well sold. And, and like, yeah, the actors did a really good job. Yeah. I think Beric, the guy, Mark Diamond, did a really good job because I, yeah. I think yeah. his character was, in no disrespect to this movie, not very deeply written. No, I it's... think all of the stuff he pulled out of the character was his yeah. acting chops yeah, of actually like making you believe and be invested mm. in the guy. Mm. He was just like, is good, and surprisingly so. I mean, we've got had a lot to say about it, but yeah, yeah. I mean, like I was like, well, I mean, as I said, like when we were in the middle of it, I was like, don't. Don't get rid of it. We should keep this. You know, I, I might want to watch it again sometime. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I'd happily show this to more people. Yeah. Is I'd... what I'm saying. Like, I would be like, no, it's actually quite fun. Yeah, like... there, there was some genuinely really, like, nice bits. And, and also, like, although, again, like, it was, I think neither of them could really sell the relationship. I quite liked that, that Beric had his wife and that, yeah. again, she got to do stuff. And she was like, I'm a really important mage. Yeah. Like, and she yeah. was a really... Like, I've got was, my whole own shit going on here. Um, yeah. I've, I'm like, my research is like really important to the plot. I've got yeah. a career path where I want to like, you know, better myself and go on the council of mages. Yeah. And he's like, I love that about you. He's all like, yeah. you're so smart. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I liked that. You know, where I, did and... this come from? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the things you pick up in a charity shop when you need stocking filler. I think it was more the where where who made this? Yeah. Why is why is it like Why did someone do a really good job on Well like, like why how does this have women doing things and so many things don't? Yeah. Uh, like yeah. good female representation and like but also it, it's very I'm even. not sure it passes the Bechdel test though. Um I can't remember if Ormeline and, and Lux talk at any right. point. Yeah. No, they well they technically she's all like Lux, stop killing everybody and get in the cave. Okay, that's fair enough. She technically doesn't respond with words because she just goes ah. But and then she gets in the cave. Yeah. yeah. She must well, she gets her. blown up and then goes. Actually, you're right. I should get in the cave. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was pretty cool. That was pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. It was. No. There was some. Yeah. It was just genuinely quite fun and yeah. you know. Uh, also, I just want to say, I think it actually did a... I mean, it's been a really long time since... I, I can't remember if I've actually watched the original Dungeons & Dragons or if I've just kind of watched other people be, like, talking about how it's not very good. I have watched it, so I may but be able to... You said yeah. it was shit. It yeah. is bad, but Jeremy Irons does a lot of work with chewing all <laughs> of the scenery. But I think that it, it actually does a good job, quite a good job, of faintly representing, like... Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah. Like, you could see how, like, in in some ways it reminded me quite a bit of, um, like, the most, in some ways, the most famous representation of Dungeons and Dragons put to paper form, which is the Dragonlance series, um, where, okay. which, like, is based on, like, the author, one of the author's campaigns. And then is that where Reitzland comes from there, right? Raceland. Raceland, yeah. yeah. Raceland. Raceland. Um, absolute but, um, fucking boy. Raceland is an absolute fucking boy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm, gonna, I'm not going to lie, guys. I mean, the thing about Dragonlance is some of it is not very good. But, but um, the thing about this film is Much like this movie, and much like Dungeons and Dragons itself. Because yeah. sometimes it's great, and other yeah. times you're like, that was a shit session. I hated that. Yeah. <laughs> Which is and cool to Dungeon, yeah. and all we came out of was a moldy old chalice. <laughs> but I mean, it was, you know, I just felt like it... 
it kind of captured sort of the bits where it's like you've got your party that are a little bit, you know, you've got, oh, I've got this sort of thing. Yeah, got everyone's this. got different skills, you've got to sort of puzzle. Yeah, everyone's going to be useful or not useful, but they're going to do stuff and things, you know. And I kind of thought, like, yeah, yeah, this feels like a, a Dungeons and Dragons thing. This, this feels like it, I can see how it would connect with Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah. You know, I was like, yeah, this could be somebody's roleplay thing, you know, you, you can see some going, okay, roll for this, oh shit, you, you've got it wrong. Can I, can I <laughs> Do you step on the floor? No. <laughs> you need to roll dexterity to see if you can do the floor, but now the mirror's gone so you don't know where it is. Jump, Nim, jump! Can I, can I talk about my favourite Nim character moment? Yes. Which is there early on when the team is still in fractious, we're not quite friends yet mode. Um, isn't us, you know. Yeah, we're just like, we're all out for ourselves. Um, Beric and Nim have a conversation where Nim basically just sasses Beric really hard. Yes! And Beric's like, oh, whatever. Go help Lux do stuff or whatever. And Nim's like, okay. And then he walks and the camera falls and he just goes and lies down on the floor. Yeah. As if to be like, fuck you, Beric, you're not the boss of me. And I was like... I love this guy. <laughs> That's also the scene where Dorian punched a tree. He, well, he hit a tree so, so hard, it exploded. exploded. You're like, dang, Dorian, is that your whole character? Yes. <laughs> well, do you think, did he hit it with his hammer? Yes. And he now you like under understand why that card from Legends of Hero has Hodge the cleric in armor. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Some clerics carry hammers. Some clerics hit real hard. So, I'm gonna move us towards... The fist of Jesus. <laughs> Final thoughts. <laughs> Maddie, what are your final thoughts on Dungeons and Dragons Wrath of the Dragon God? Like, it made me a lot happier than I expected it to. It's been on your DVD shelf for like a year. It has. Yeah. yeah. You've always had this treasure just yeah. hidden in the dungeon yeah. of your own DVDs. Maybe the real dragon was the friends who made it <laughs> Yeah. Maybe the real treasure was the tall Amazons that we thought should have their own spin-off movies yes. along the way. <laughs> Give Lux a movie. It would be great. A flat, it would be a prequel about her being like, my brother's so crazy. Is that your final thought? No, that's not my final thought. Okay, what's Rachel, final what's thought? your final thought? Okay. I mean, I, I feel we've summed up my final thoughts on Lux. So, I mean, <laughs> um, we're just like... Some strong lesbian energy from Lux and we're just like, yeah. But you guys should be coming with Nim. She goes, um, well, she's fine. Yeah. Everyone in this she can marry fine. me yeah. and Nim. It's fine. There's space for me and Lux to get married, and you know, uh, then it's she great. She can carry you in her strong arms. Exactly. Oh my god, she might be taller than you. I think she might. Exactly. See, this is why I love her because I am, I am quite a tall woman, and I'm like, oh, you don't see many tall women. Um, cool leg <laughs> tattoos as well. Yeah. Cool. And I actually really liked the eyebrow tattoo she had going on. Yeah. Um, yeah. But um, my actual final thought was, yeah, I, it was surprisingly enjoyable. Like, obviously, if you're a kind of person who really hates things which are occasionally a bit like, oh, why did you think that's Or if you hate fantasy. Idea. Like, if you hate the fantasy genre, then yeah. nothing for you. But I mean, I, I really think, I, yeah, I, I had a lot of fun. And I, I feel like genuinely, I was like, oh, some of that made me feel really happy. Like, like you, I'm like, oh, what a good experience. Mm. <laughs> and for my final thoughts, is I was just really impressed that Dorian was frozen by a frost dragon, eaten, and then exploded by his own team. And the team was then showered with his frozen body parts. Yes, that's a good that's point. It was super leg. gnarly, but it was also great. This movie rocked. What a good time. Bye. Bye.